What's jazzing? What's jazzing? Hey. Hey. It's uh, time for Taste Test Live. I'm Damian Lamar, producer and host of Taste Test, the Urban Mix Show on WJCT 89.9 FM, Northeast Florida's NPR station. Taste Test is a one-hour music program that airs weekly on Saturdays and Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 Pacific. I'm very glad to be back for another week of music, industry updates, and an exclusive interview I'm so excited about. Um, Joining me in Studio 2 is my Taste Test Live co-host, Mr. Blue Francois Extraordinaire. Blue. Hey, that's me in the flesh. How's it been? Uh, Life has been great. Really? Yes. <laughs> Do you care to embellish? No, I was actually lying. Oh. But I just want to speak positivity. I like that. Okay. I like how it you. Was, you yeah, it was okay. a cra- crazy week. But, yeah. yeah. But good. Today, I'm, I'm alive. I'm breathing. I that's, can see. I can walk good. and talk. Hey. And you're back again on I'm this microphone. Back again. Yeah, so I'm 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 super excited uh, for a myriad of reasons, which we'll get into in a little bit. But if you could take a few moments, Blue, and tell our listeners what they could expect over the next hour or so. Sure. On this podcast, you'll hear some real insightful music digestion sessions, as well as what's happening in the music and entertainment industry each week. On Taste Test Live, we feature artists, interviews, awesome backstories, and occasionally have an exclusive song from one of our guests. Nice. I'm excited. It, yeah, I'm excited. I am excited. I like that word, actually. Excited? Excited, yeah. What? There's a combination of excitement and sliding. You know, that's what um, sliding into excitement. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so because of all the excitement, I'm, our goal is to keep our podcast subscribers happy by offering new and fresh content every week. And those of you who are out there in uh, podcast land or wherever you're listening to this broadcast, if you want to promote your book, your artwork or your album, you got a new single coming out and you want to share a great story about your career or whatever in the music industry drop us a line um blue how can they do that yes you can do that by heading over to our website at tastetest.live head over to our contact page and you just might have a chance to be a guest on our show mm-hmm. and um speaking of guests on our show we're gonna jump right to our guest interview and then coming up a little bit later we'll have our put this in your mouth segment that everybody oh, yeah. loves That's yeah. gonna be good. so i'm excited to welcome our guest philip pan he's a violinist and longtime concert master with the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra. Philip Pan was born in Schenectady, New York, to Chinese immigrants. He began studying the piano at age six and violin at eight. His teachers include William Crawl, Felix Gallimere, Jens Ellerman, and Dorothy DeLay. After receiving his master of music from the Juilliard School, he became concert master of the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra and held that position for 32 years. Philip performs extensively throughout the Southeast and beyond. He founded many concert series, including Bach and Beyond and Sound Effects at MoCA. He works in diverse musical styles from bluegrass to progressive metals as a performer, arranger, and composer. He was a member of indie bands Canary in the Coal Mine and Focus People, and currently plays in the Bowl City Contemporary Ensemble and Mariachi Primera Costa. His instruments include an 1837 August Bernardell, a five-string violin by Barry Dudley, a seven-string Viper and wood violins, and bows from David Forbes. A sports enthusiast, he enjoys running, hiking, cycling, kayaking, and skiing. And uh, 
I think he's a rock musician as well, too. But we'll talk about that in a minute. He's also partnered with several youth programs to introduce and encourage lots of different kinds of music. And to me, he is uh, one of my favorite violinists. Mm. Yeah. Outside of another Felix Chang that I actually worked with uh, about 11 years ago on an album. So welcome to Taste Test Live. Thank you, Damien. Yeah. Happy to have you here. It's my honor. Yeah. So, um... I usually formally don't ask questions like, well, let me, let me say we got to ask questions. We have to ask questions. Yeah. But I don't like write the questions down. So a lot of people don't know, um, you know, like I just kind of like go off the energy, just yeah. go off the person. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Outside of the pollen. Yeah. I mean, Northeast Florida is like ragweed city. It is. We are pollinated. But, Completely. Uh, yeah. From every um, green thing. <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yellow snow. Yep. Yeah. So um, tell me about your latest project you're working on. All right. Uh, I first wanted to mention uh, that uh, I have not been with the symphony uh, for a little while now. So right. if anybody's wondering, well, where is he? Uh, yeah, I've retired. Okay. So you were, you were with the symphony since 1984. I was. That's a long time. It is a long time. It's a longest place. Jacksonville is the uh, city I've been in uh, longer than anywhere else in my life. And okay. the symphony that whole time. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And you served as the concert master. So that is, you know, your relationship with the conductor. The the what was who was the conductor for the longest time? Of- hmm. I'm not sure exactly who was longer because both Fabio and Roger had good long tenures. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, of course Courtney Lewis is our newest and I've uh, I only worked with him for a little while. Okay. Um so Roger and Fabio both, you know, they I felt I was with them for uh a good span of time. Do you have a without, you know, like picking favorites do you have a favorite conductor i honestly no because they really are un, their own unique artist and mm-hmm. uh you can say oh well you know so and so was great this way so and so was great this way and it's all true and and uh they all left a legacy with the symphony mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think so too i i, I recall fabio more more than roger mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I, I that was primarily because i i maybe been too young mm-hmm. you know um right but needless to say, um, I I think one cool thing about Jacksonville is that we have our own symphony orchestra. Yes. So, it, and I and I think it's an amazing symphony orchestra. I have to say, it really yeah, is, really, really, it is. really is, and, and um, sort of like under underappreciated at times. I feel maybe um, you know maybe. by the by the city, at, you know, if they understood the actual musicianship mm. and how great we have it. You know, to be able to have our own mm-hmm. symphony mm-hmm. come out to a lot of the shows more often, and yeah. and and I think uh, that's definitely improving. You yeah, look at it, the social absolutely. media, you see the appreciation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's completely, and 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 it's very diverse. I mean, you guys have done everything. You have a pop series, mm-hmm. and um, I've I actually one of my favorite symphonic moments is when uh, Pink Martini performed. Oh yeah, out oh, of Portland, gosh. Seattle. Oh, my yeah, gosh. yeah, they yeah. they were awesome, and they come to Jacksonville all the time, and every time they come, it's usually around my birthday. So mm. my my best friend. Michelle would treat me to, uh, you know, a Pink Martini concert. Very so, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, can you recall like one of your favorite memories over during the time that you were with the symphony? And then we'll talk oh, wow. about what you're doing now. <laughs> well, there were lots. I mean, um, there were so many just amazing moments with amazing guest artists. Uh, many of them, of course, the uh, Masterworks classical soloists. You know, mm-hmm. we've had the greatest names in the world: Pavarotti, Perlman, mm. uh, Zuckerman. Um, more than I can name. Yeah. Um. So just in terms of magical transporting, uh, musical 
experiences every one of them brought that to the stage and you know i'm right next to them it's, yeah it's a you're seat, right there best seat in the house feeling know? all the energy coming from from everywhere that's right. i mean yeah it's um, got to be amazing but uh just off the top of my head uh henry mancini mm-hmm. at met yeah. park with us wow what a giant of a man and a wonderful warm person awesome john yeah. denver uh-huh. Um, these are just i'm spitting them out because yeah. there are so many and i'm sure i'm missing some um a lot of really fun times mm-hmm. uh, with you know my colleagues in the orchestra when we had to deal with giant flying insects, you know, and giant <laughs> flying insects. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Florida State bird, uh, the flying cockroach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's hilarious. Yeah. For those of you who live in Florida, live in Florida, you know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. So yeah. Yeah. So um, was there any moments during your time with the symphony that were so emotive? Like for me, um, I had the privilege of actually being in um, in, in middle school mm-hmm. or junior high at the time. Mm-hmm. And I played tenor sax. One of my favorite pieces was and I don't know who the composer is, so forgive me, um, was the, the theme to the Exodus. And uh, we were playing this music and I, it this is a part where i'm counting out because i wasn't playing i hear the rest of the the band mm-hmm. and i just began to weep mm-hmm. was there any moments that you had during your time with the symphony like this music is just so beautiful i can't i can't i need to hold myself together because i have to play here i mean did you have that i'd say there were many yeah um, really many yeah quite a few definitely <laughs> I'm going to say dozens over those, you know, over 30 years that I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Because there really were so many wonderful, wonderful moments. Um, usually, you know, that actually, when I would feel weepy, would be in maybe a rehearsal. Mm. Uh, in a performance, I'm in a different frame of mind. Okay, okay. And, and maybe, and of course, I had the benefit of knowing it was coming. Right. So now it's like, I know how powerful this is. I'm just going to try to help deliver this. So the initial, to... the initial <sighs> feeling during that rehearsal, you're like, ah. I right. Can't. It's okay. like when it surprised me, like, yeah. oh, this is so great. I can't believe it. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, many times. It's many amazing. Times. I, I believe music just has that transcending power that just can, that can just get you to your gut. It's that universal language that most people just... <laughs> I, I really hope everybody feels this way about music. Yep. I love it. Yep. You know, I, I, I live and breathe it. So, yep. um, so let's, let's move a little bit to the present. Okay. Um, I know you've been working with Goliath Flores, who we've interviewed here on Taste Test Live. Mm-hmm. Um, Goliath is a guitarist and is a, also a mariachi. Yep. Um, you want to talk a little bit about your work with him? Yeah. Uh, Goliath approached me. Uh, I'm terrible with time, but I don't know. Maybe it was last year sometime, but mm-hmm. it feels like we've been working together for so long now uh, on mariachi music. And uh, he happened to know, uh, to find, he didn't think he would, but he discovered a guitaron, the uh, mariachi bass guitar player oh. in Jacksonville already playing. Uh, wow. Like, wow. So, okay, we've got a band. And, and I said, I don't know anything about it. I'll go on YouTube. I'll learn songs. If you're doing it, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. And it turned out to be actually really, really true. Uh, it's so funny. If you... If you Google mariachi uh, on the internet and on YouTube, there's a lot of family bands. It's, yes. You know, it's very, absolutely, roots, uh, or, you know, Mexican culture, uh, music. And there's a lot of bad ones. 
a lot of bad ones. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, musically speaking, you <laughs> uh-huh. know, you know, just people having a great time, but uh, they can't really play, they can't really sing. They've got great spirit, um, yeah. but I got so much of that in my ear. So Goliath, is that what you really want me to do? <laughs> and he was like, No, 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 man. You, you, you know, you bring, well, you bring to it what you bring to it. Outside of the um, the the costuming too. I mean, you yeah. have to wear the traditional mariachi garb, right? Absolutely, that's yeah. definitely part of it. It's like, sure, you could uh, just be wearing whatever jeans and t-shirt and play it and people hopefully will recognize it but Mm -hmm. it's definitely the visual is part of part of the presentation yeah yeah Yeah. so when when people see you playing at these wonderful lavish parties i know you and i've I've been privy to one party specifically where i witnessed you guys in your glory (laughs) um and and it's so entertaining just to watch you play and it's almost like uh surprising like oh my god these there's actually a mariachi band here. Like, what? This is cool. And then they see you, an Asian guy, playing with a mariachi band. I mean, like, what do people say? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I get that. Like, you're not Mexican. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I used to be really shy about the costume mm-hmm. because um, Goliath, as you know, it doesn't have a shy bone in his body. No. He's just... Yeah, he will go... He'll skirt around the waist as, the waist as right. much as possible. <laughs> so one of the things he wanted to do as soon as we uh, had uh, some songs uh, learned and but we didn't have gigs yet, he said, let's just go out in public and play. Let's just do pop-ups. And I was like, really? Okay. And, you know, I'd drive... I'd get dressed and drive to like, be San Marco Gazebo or uh, someplace in Riverside by Starbucks or something. Yeah. And uh, we'd get out of the cars and uh, and I'd be really self-conscious. I'd be like, I look like a freak. What are they <laughs> Into this Chinese dude with this giant hat on, you know. <laughs> but I, I finally gotten comfortable with it. I finally yeah. like when I get in that, get the violin, I'm ready to go. You know, it's like yeah, just uh, psyching yourself up, like I can do this. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm really proud of what we do. It's I think it, uh, we've got a demo CD out. You've got one of our songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, let's get let's play something. Like, let's cut to the music. Okay. What did you can you set the next track up for us? What did you bring? Um, well, if it's the mariachi track, mm-hmm. um, this is a uh, very very popular song, actually across genres. Um, I think mariachi might have been its first, but it's a polka. And uh, it's called Jesusita uh, in Chihuahua. And it means uh, um, Miss Jesus or Mistress Jesus from the town of Chihuahua. And the history of this is that there is a sort of uh, a Florence Nightingale figure during the wars there. And this is actually, if I have this correctly, um, there was some American interest that the Mexicans were actually being helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and But this, uh, this, this woman was, you know, a supporter of the troops and considered kind of an angel. So um, I'm not sure exactly where this song originated. Maybe it was um, borrowed from an earlier culture, German or something. I don't know exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it became sort of an anthem during that war for the Mexicans. Um, and in this form, this is the mariachi version. You'll hear sort of uh, fiddly, folky versions, almost bluegrassy versions, um, or some with accordions and such, uh, in a slightly in a different presentation. Mm-hmm. But uh, as you can hear, and, and uh, Goliath has really enhanced it uh, with some characteristic uh Exclamations, shall I yes. say, because it's not it's not a song with words, it's an instrumental. Right. Uh, okay, let's check it out right here on Taste Test Live.
have to say one of my favorite parts when listening to the song was you picking on mm. the strings. Why is that? What is it? Is that part of the polka? Um, I guess. I, I mean, I'm not sure that I've actually seen it done in, as I said, in other genres that play this song. They call it Jesse Polka mm-hmm. um, in, in like a more American uh, roots music. Um, but it's definitely in the mariachi version it's done. And there's a lot of plucking of the violin uh, to go along with the guitarron and the vihuela in the mariachi music. So it's, you do a lot of plucking just a nice on some fit. of your live, your live uh, shows yes, as well. Yes, we definitely Interesting, do. Yeah. 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 And then occasionally you get to, you know, to string, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? Going back and forth across the violin. Bowing. 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 Because yes. that's a bow. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. It's a bow. Mm-hmm. And it's made out of horse hair. Uh, horse hair uh, stretched across a, uh, a wooden stick. Yep. Yeah. So most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. So for you young people that are listening to the podcast, there's your lesson for today. Mm-hmm. You'll be quizzed on this later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we always tell them the horse isn't hurt. It's just, it's just a haircut. Right. Just a haircut. Yeah. yeah. And you get a chance to use it. I found out recently on a tour of the Florida theater that horse hair is used specifically to buff um, some type of concrete. Mm. And I never knew that. I oh, never wow. knew that So either. it's very strong. It's strong and it's abrasive. And that's why it makes a sound across the strings. If it were slick, it wouldn't make any sound. Mm -hmm. So what was the, what, what made you pick up violin? Well, my dad played Mm -hmm. uh, as I was growing up as a child. And he actually met my mom in China uh, as they were both enthusiastic amateur musicians. He played violin and my mom played piano. So they got together and made, made music. Um, So there's music in the house. And in third grade, uh, up north where I was in public school, um, a man went door to door to the classrooms carrying an armload of little kids' violins and Mm. was like, who wants to take violin lessons in school? And I said, oh, dad plays violin. Okay. Wow. And that's how it started. Okay. Yeah. And I use this reference all the time. So pardon me if you haven't heard it, but one of my favorite artists is Erica Badu. Most people know that. Like I talk about her almost every every show, right? Blue, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, her, she has three kids, and she said about her kids that her kids are an improvement on a design. Mm-hmm. So when I hear you saying, oh, dad and mom played, okay, yeah, I think I'll try it. <laughs> now, the question is for you, do you think that you were better than your parents? Well, to be fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, to be fair, in, in China at that time, uh, becoming a musician was not an option. Ah. And his parents let him know that, and he he knew it, even though he really, really wished he'd had a chance, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of the reason I was so, you know, lovingly supported in, in my uh, education. Okay. Um, so, and, and also the teachers were, were not comparable, you know, if what was available to him was not comparable as to what was made available to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I, I mean, so is it part of uh, Chinese culture to to is like a rite of passage that why is it that music is not a choice? That's interesting because yeah, there is kind of a, an association and almost a stereotype um, with Asian kids playing classical music. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I know that answer because hmm. when I um, um, in high school and certainly when I uh, first went to college, uh, the it was transitioning to an awful lot of Asians, but the dominant culture in classical music was was Jewish, whether it was Israeli or uh, Jews from other countries. Mm-hmm. And um, I had grown up knowing that the greatest classical musicians are Jewish people. Um, and 
So how it transitioned and why it tra- I was actually having this discussion with somebody and on my part it was speculative. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I know when China in 79 I visited China uh it's the only time I'd ever visited and was when it was nothing like it is today. Mm-hmm. It was uh, following the cultural revolution uh, right after uh Nixon's visit of uh, course some diplomacy became exchanged and they were just starting to to I guess led by the government say western culture is okay again. Yeah. Uh so when I was at the airport they were playing like old uh recordings of Yasha Heifetz playing violin solos violin concertos. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it, so why that became uh it does seem like a cultural wave that now in the, especially the uh, like Juilliard pre-college it's just Asian. It's just a sea of yeah, Asians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to further explore that as well, because it, I mean, especially you, you said it's speculative. So we just, yeah. you know, we just don't know. I mean, I know that um, in some of the other communist countries, like Eastern and Black European countries, uh, Russia, when it was Russia, um, talent was spotted and then state owned. I think mm-hmm. that similar thing happened for a while in China and that children were sometimes actually taken uh from their families and and just given intensive education and you know with the state its goal to have them bring honor to the country mm-hmm. and and sort of like in the Olympics or something you know they would send them to the to the biggest competitions and a lot of them did very well it's amazing it's amazing there's so many questions and 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 we humans are so uh so diverse you know, in, in different parts of the world. And I, there's something to be appreciated about every, every culture, I think, mm. you know, there's something to be learned and, and to, you know, yeah. to appreciate it. So listen, um, I know you brought another one and this particular track is with uh, folks, uh, pe- the focus people. Yes. All right. What's your involvement with that group? Well, um, I, I'm so terrible with timetables, but I was with them for wonderful it has to be over a year. Um, I first met Stacy when she was looking, Stacy Bennett, the lead, mm-hmm. uh, when she was looking for a violin player to put some tracks down on her new album. And um, I didn't know her before then, so I was hired uh, by the studio and uh, learned some of her songs and, you know, made some music for her. Um, then a little while later, uh, and see, this was at the end of my tenure with the symphony, um, I just heard that they were playing at Jazz After Dark. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I thought, oh yeah, them. Uh, I recorded for her. That's cool. Go, go check them out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check them out. And they were so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, and I and right then and there, I said, look, I'm leaving the symphony. I'm going to have more time. Can I play with you? You know. Wow. And so. So you just knew it was a good <clears throat> fit, and you knew you wanted to be a part of what they were doing. I, yeah, yeah. I was just so blown away by the, yeah. the performance and and the writing. I mean, it's Stacy by herself. I mean, having seen her perform in Hemming Park. Mm-hmm. Um, she she can hold her own absolutely and so a you know along with all the other musicians mm-hmm. it's kind of awesome yeah. yeah yeah so um i recently left um just because i've gotten so much busier um and and i also have a family now i've remarried i remarried uh, last mm-hmm. september and have uh, stepdaughters and well, so. congratulations thanks. on your marriage yeah. it's a whole new game for me but uh, i'm embracing it and loving it um and but i'm living um not in uh, the city of St. Augustine, but just over the Duval border. So coming up to Duval is just a little more planning now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when I was living in Murray Hill, the whole band was in Murray Hill. So it made it so much easier to practice yeah. and, and get together. 
Um, but I love them. I love every one of them. Uh, we toured. Uh, we bought a... V- <laughs> okay, I, I guess I'll be honest. We bought a crappy van. <laughs> we love the van. Yeah, that's a, that's a good band story. We, <laughs> I mean... It's, 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 it's done okay for us. It never really broke down, but... Uh, yeah, and we, I mean, did you guys pimp the ride? Did uh, you pimp it at all? We, we inside, yeah. I actually built the uh, the um, bed over the storage area and a custom <laughs> bench seat and everything. And I'm sure it's a, an absolute hazard and you know <laughs> illegal, but <laughs> but it works. Well, you know, Mama Blue was here and she talked about you know how her name came about. She she said her you know the Shag Blue, <laughs> a Shag Blue van that they pimped as well. So uh, um, yeah. that's very interesting. So uh, what's the name of the song that you brought from uh, Focus People? Uh, This is called The Siren Song. And it's a little bit different because it's pretty much Stacy, her guitar, and and me on violin. There's no uh, rhythm section. Um, And I just think it's a really, really cool song. I don't know where she gets her inspiration. Sometimes they do. Sometimes I know Mm -hmm. it's a life experience, uh, uh, a very direct thing. But uh, this is just her imagining sort of pirate music and it's wonderful it's so cool and it's creepy too and i love that wonderful and creepy pirate music we're going to hear right now let's check it out songs did you do with uh with stacy um originally on the album i'm trying to remember it was light i mean she didn't have a big budget so we mm-hmm. got in there and, and uh, did what we could as quickly as possible um but when i joined the band then um 
it evolved so that I was playing pretty much everything. And, um, and, and also when we lost uh, a lead guitar, we used to have a, you know, a, a separate guitarist from Stacy. She's great, but, uh, you know, we'd have a lead guitar, which, which would take solos long. We lost that. And I took oh. over some of that stuff too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Blue, I think you had a couple questions. Oh for, yeah. Yeah. For... Um, you, uh, man, you have a well decorated resume and a lot of, um, um, you know, like notable um, things that happened. But uh, one thing that I wanted to point out was, um, did you have like a like someone marketing or advertising for you or doing write ups? Because you have a lot of information out there. Did you have somebody <laughs> like like a PR? They, they love him. Did you have a PR person? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> so how did you get on um, John Stewart? Like that's what <laughs> he was on John Stewart. Oh, is that another Philip Han? That's probably another Philip Han. another Philip Han. He looked just like you. <laughs> wow. Did he play the violin? Yeah, he plays the violin. Oh, my God. Yeah. You have a doppelganger out there? What did he do? Let me see. If my, my internet, if um, if you, um, if, if anybody got good internet. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but moving on, um, I saw <laughs> one thing I did, one thing I did see that was definitely you. Uh-huh. Uh, you took a sabbatical. Yes. Um, and then they did they did a write up on that. What well, was it? Would you like take? How long? How long was it? One season, one year. It was just one season. Okay. Yeah. It, was, it seemed like they was kind of disappointed because it's like, hey, you know, was they? They just was like, they, they was they wanting you not to go on a sabbatical, but it seemed like it's something you had to do. Was you like, what was going on? I don't. Right I, don't I mean, it was. It's it's something that uh, has happened with other players, and yeah. it's just uh, after you've been with the orchestra for a while, it's okay to yeah. request, and of course it has to be approved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can take a year off. You don't get paid. Because said you was uh, pursuing other anything, musical but, uh, interests, but it's but you can come back to your job. Your got job you. oh, got for you. you. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted. That was at the time when I uh, uh, we were talking off the mics uh, when I had started getting into improvising mm. and was sort of really really hungry for it, not good at it, and wanting to really devote a lot of time to learning how to do that. Wow. Um, one thing that I saw that was very cool, um, you um, you were you 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 provided music for like curations of art, like playing mm-hmm. with art. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of uh, write ups and um, documentation on that. that I, do you also have interest in art as well? Well, I'm not uh, a visual artist. Uh, right, 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 right. You know, it's not like I were even a photographer or anything like that. But I love just um, being inspired by other yeah. mediums, whatever it is, yeah. art, sculpture, dance, other uh, musicians, of course. Um, ah. and, and just sort of, you know, getting the vibe and saying, yeah, what, uh, where am I going to go with that? Or how can I enhance that in some way? And um, so I always love that, collaborations. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Did you look up the YouTube thing? Yeah, I couldn't find it. I, <laughs> John I Stewart. Yeah. Oh, John Stewart. I couldn't find it. Did you scroll? Oh, look, oh here you go. Okay. Um, See, so he's an Asian guy. And so, and when he asked me about you, I didn't click on it. So, but it's Philippine and the guy's Asian. And I think he's, it's a, um, he's asking him about music. You know, a lady in my neighborhood, in my new neighborhood, um, stopped and said, are you related to Philip Pan the tenor? I said, what? No, I'm not. See, look, look, look. <laughs> so, because I didn't know you off first glance. Yeah, I can see how you. <laughs> <laughs> same name, but, he, you know. Is it spelled with two L's or one? I think um, it's spelled the same. I think it's spelled the same. Yeah. Wow. So what does he do? What is he? Is he? Because there's a there's a fairly well-known Philip Pan who's, I think, a psychiatrist in California. You know, just an internet search one day, you know? Yeah, yeah. He okay. So this is according to the Daily Show on John Stewart. Philip Pan believes the Chinese government was using Olympics to prove that P 
people of China that yeah, a one-party there, system is There's an, just another guy who's sort of a political analyst. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, so he's an author of a book. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. So there's an author by the name of Philip, Philip Pan, Pan right. and a musician who I have the privilege of sitting. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all sitting next to him right now. That's so. funny. You were on the John Stewart show. What? Yeah, <laughs> He's like, like, what's up? I don't know. Okay. Because they, they have the video. Where are my they residuals? Have a, they, <laughs> they have a video of him playing like at an art show. And then there's another video of him, um, like a like a South Light Gallery. He mm-hmm. did the South Gallery. Mm-hmm. And then there's the video of that. And I was like, oh, he was on the John Stewart. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, this guy's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, and <laughs> so, so when you asked me, now I can now I can answer your question. When you asked me, so you said uh, you said so. What do you know about him? I said. Well, I don't know, like, cause it, it, I forgot. I forgot exactly what you said. Like, yeah, um, I was just like, he does something with, with music, right? And I'm like, well, mostly everybody, all of our guests, right? Do something so with you music. asked me, I was stunned because I was just like, well, there's a lot of things I found. I'm just trying to figure out which one specifically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now you know why I was like, yes. I was like, oh, okay, he was on John Stewart. He was at South Light Gallery. It's okay, so so there there has to be now. Now I'm gonna, now I'm going to be a little messy. Go ahead. You have to now be on. Is John Stewart still around? By the way, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. First, you know. So I don't j- know if he's on Comedy Central. I think he has. His we own have pop. to. Yeah. We have to facilitate the real <laughs> Philip Pan. <laughs> yeah, going on John Stewart now. Yeah. All right. Yes. Let's go. Not, ahead not that this other guy's real, but you know, I mean, or not real. Yeah, but he's the real Philip. Pan. He's the real. Like he's here in the flesh. Yeah, he's the. We man. know him. <laughs> so you know, we at least haven't. You know, we have a fan club. You have. Well, you have a fan club, and we can write to the John Stewart producers and ask them to have you on and you can do something that you're working on which well, is right now what what are you working on right now let's let's do the mariachi let's oh get... yeah because it you know if, yeah that'd be yeah you're gonna who, take goliath who with doesn't, you who doesn't love mariachi right? i know yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know so goliath would have be to funny, that would be awesome goliath and roger have to come i won't do it alone there you go oh yeah they'll, they'll love that so we got to make it happen. Yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna send this whole podcast to John Stewart. I'm actually just the segment. <laughs> you need. To, you got to send the picture of him dressed up in the mariachi outfit. Oh yeah. Outfit. Without question. You have any pictures? Like, you of need it? this guy on uh, your. Yeah. Show. I'll send you one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. I'm so excited. Because you know he's a he's like he make he's like he makes fun of. You know he has an yeah. a funny approach to oh yeah to everything to, yeah yeah like exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I'll t- I'm sure he'll like that. You that know. would be very interesting. Okay, so so right now you're solely working on mariachi music. Not solely. No, no. solely. Okay. Um, What's uh, a fun project you're working on well, besides um, my next album? Um, bold, <laughs> bold. That would be cool. Bold City Contemporary Ensemble. Okay. We're classical, so it's still doing classical, but we focus on living composers. So oh. and, and we and we even put like put the word out for. You know, for young composers especially. Okay, this um, is enticing now even yeah, more because I'm, I'm a living composer. Exactly, and uh, we and we you know we say if if we like it, basically we will p- try to program your music and get it performed live, which is something that's very difficult for yeah. you know, a young classical composer uh, to have happen. Well, I you know okay, that's that's awesome. I, I think yeah. that's great. Um, have you worked with Keith Marks by any chance? Uh, I haven't musically worked with him. I've I've um, um, interviewed. I've done a show with him, for example, mm-hmm. um, for Avant Radio. Yes, and uh, I know him well, and he's amazing. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 all heart. He is. <laughs> all he is. heart. One hundred percent. You would know. Yeah. 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 So um, okay. So that's awesome. Um, I, can you take a few moments and tell um, our guests how they can find you? Oh. <laughs> uh, I 
I well, not, they don't, you don't have to send them your actual physical yeah. address or anything, but you know, <laughs> online. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, I never created my own website. Um, but I do try to have a Facebook presence, um, trying to do a little Instagram and Twitter. Uh, terrible, terrible with social media. Uh, but that's where you can see uh, events posted as to where I'm playing. Mm-hmm. And um, Okay. And can you care, care to share like maybe an upcoming date where you're going to be playing? Plug, go ahead and plug yourself. Uh, yeah, good. Um, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately uh, not being with Focus People anymore, I don't have that. I'm sure they've, they've got dates lined up. Um the mariachi band will undoubtedly be playing somewhere, hopefully public, uh, uh, around Cinco de Mayo because Cinco okay. de Mayo, Absolutely. you know, uh, and uh, 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 Day of the Dead, those are our big, big yeah. uh, times to get hired. Um, so May and November. But, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Bold City Contemporary Ensemble has a residency with their young com- student composers uh, at University of Florida in Gainesville coming up in April. Okay. Uh, we just performed at the Friday Musicale uh, last Friday, and that was great. That went really well. I missed that. I knew, I knew nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm so bad at promoting stuff. Okay. We'll, but, we'll work on making sure you're plugged in. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you can send me, say, hey, Damien, like, go ahead and put this on the show. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll put it on our website. I, I'm in, in charge of the tastetest.live website anyway, so... I can put whatever I want to put on there. Well, thanks. So, yeah, it's been a pleasure having mm-hmm. you talk with us for the, like the last half hour It's or more. I mean, I feel like I've been, I, there's, there's so much more I want to know and uh, we have to have you back on. Thanks. thanks. So, um, yeah, yeah we're going to, we could, yeah. we, we could do this for hours, you know, we could, we really could. I mean, I, I, I have, I want to just crawl in your head for a little while <laughs> and, and I do have this selfish. There's lots of room in there. Really? <laughs> well, I, well, Okay. I'm sure Blue is over here cracking up laughing. <laughs> um, because, I mean, we're not, we don't even use like all of our brain anyway. Uh, no. Yeah. I used to joke with one of this, this manager I had at, when I worked at a bank. And she said, I would always tell her, I said, if I could just have a piece of your brain. She says, look, look, honey, I want to have all of my brain. You can't have any pieces, but you can listen. <laughs> you can learn from me, but That's you can't true. have my brain. That's true. I'm like, but if I could just have a corner of it. I mean, you, you know, your brain regenerates every seven years anyway. Yeah. You'll, you'll grow it back. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could have a little bit of your brain. You, you said there's room, so I'm sure you'll be willing to give me a chunk, right? <laughs> there's, there's lots of space in there to look yeah, around. Lots yeah, lots of space. Yeah, okay. All right. So um, thank you again for, for being here. This has been great and, and exciting and wonderful. And the music you brought has been very wonderful. I like it. Thanks. It's fun. Thanks. It is fun. It's that's, fun. That's, uh, that, you, know, uh, you know Wayne Wood, of course, and mm-hmm. that's a philosophy that he and I have in common. And we want to do it because it's fun. That's it. He yeah. does, he, I know Wayne personally. He, if he he will he's the kind of guy if it's not fun he's going to take his marbles and he will go on to the next sandbox that's fun Mm -hmm. but he wants to be fun Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. to more fun absolutely all right thank you welcome back to taste test live that was so fun Yes, it was. It was I love interesting people. Mm. What did you guys think of the interview with Philip? Yeah. I think it's dope. I mean, I like classical music anyway. Yeah. So I think it was really cool to just sit, hear you interview, you know, this guy. Yeah. He's, but but the, the most, I guess the thing that kind of stuck out to me was how he wanted to 
broaden his horizons right, and step yeah. outside of mm-hmm. the regimented form of classical music right. and do something different. Yeah. Um, and he did that. Yeah. And he's still doing that. Right. Yeah. He's really cool. And um, if I had a microphone, I would have said, what is, because he has a tattoo on his arm. Uh-oh. And I really, I was like, oh, he's a rebel. Then oh, yeah. before he, then when he said, it's cold on the motorcycle, I said, oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Philip. It's very, very interesting. So there's, there's more to the story about Philip Pan, and I suggest everybody listening right now, you do your research and and dive into, to his story. He, I'm sure I didn't even scratch the surface with some of my questions at all. I mean, he's a Chinese guy in a mariachi band, right? How much better? How much better can you get on that? Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. That's classic. So here is time. It's time for everybody's favorite time of the week. And it is time for... Put this in your mouth. Ooh. Put this in your mouth. Oh, baby. I'm sorry. I think, I think you practiced that. <laughs> I didn't practice that. I, I didn't practice that. But I've been... Drew Hill was on my spirit this morning. It's different every week. <laughs> 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 it depends on how he feels. I literally almost fell out of this chair. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was Hill. like, wait a minute, where are we going with this? Drew Hill, Drew Hill. I should have said, hey, MJ, uh, MJ Baker, uh, chime in with me. <laughs> I was looking at you with my mouth over like, this joker here. That was awesome. It's time for Put This In Your Mouth. Yeah, and this is, every week what we do is we actually do the highlights of all of, we call it music digestion sessions, right? Mm. So you're going to talk about some hot topics. What do we got going on this week in the world? Well, I took the time and I'm, you know, now I want to tell everybody listening to this right now. I am such, <laughs> I am such a, as a, as a masculine man, I am a big fan of Solange. Like I, I love the, I, I love her, her tone, her voice, her writing abilities. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I saw the little video, the visuals dropped on Black Planet, I saw the creative marketing and then she did because people was waiting for her album and she just dropped it. I was like, you're not Beyonce. That was my first thing. (laughs) Oh, the second thing I was like, you need to announce. You need to announce because you're not Beyonce (laughs) because I was not prepared for what she did. So when I listened to it. Well, let me let me. I, I, I wish, don't mean to interrupt you. I wish we you. were recording uh, f- uh, to see his face right now. Yeah, really. I'm sure. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Because I, I have to say, because you know the whole "you're not Beyonce" part. I feel like, from a marketing perspective, the photos of her on the pole. Yeah, did not sort of it didn't coincide with her album, and if that wasn't if, if that was a ploy to to sort of use sex to get people to go I'm gonna listen to her album because she is literally upside Beyonce down on this pole she on a pole yeah no, she, dropped, gotta... she, she dropped pictures on Black Planet and I'm sure people you know but she yeah. dropped like 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 that hey, and they she... were they were they were snapshots from her video yeah um, so what did you think of the 33 minute video um I was <laughs> um I you know what the artistic value like if 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 someone if I like the the artistic, like I like the art. You the know, cohesive. I, it was yeah, very cohesive. I, I liked it, but I was just lost because I wasn't expecting to hear like 
the visual and the album, I was just like, okay, where where am I at? Like in my life, <laughs> like I was just like, okay. So now I have to ask you a question. Go ahead, because and I gotta find I gotta find this um this because I I commented as I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. I got I'm going to pull up my 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 text to my friend Neil. Um, oh my god. Uh, so we were we were of course talking about Solange back and forth, mm-hmm. and I cannot find the text now. Um, oh my god. Well, why are you doing that? Oh, so, no, okay, okay, so here ahead. it is. Here it is. Um, so in the, like, towards the end of the middle <laughs> of, Apple? Of, the, of the video. Oh, the video. There was one scene, it was, you know, like these stars on the screen, you uh, know, like these lights that look like they were in you know, constant, uh-huh. constant, constant. And then you see directions. <laughs> okay, like take I-40, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I don't know what, what directions are because I didn't really pay attention that much. I was like, right. wow. <laughs> You see, take I-40 to I-75 and then go north and then head over this way and then go down this dirt road. And at the end, it says, you should be fine there. Did yeah. you notice that? I noticed that. And I was like, because I kept thinking about Houston, Texas. I was thinking that she was kind of like get pay homage to where she's from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And that's what, that's what I was. I, I, I didn't look at it like you did. I was kind of like, oh, is she trying to point people to her hometown or where she's from? <sighs> My goodness. <laughs> Yeah, so yes. when I listened to the, I forced myself to listen to it. I'm not gonna lie, um, I was waiting to, I was waiting for that moment of her, uh, her, her previous project, which I love. Like I, I listened to it for like three months straight, because um, that, um, that, I, like I was driving. Seat at the table. Yeah, seat at the table. Like I listened to that almost every day. Like it was in, my, it was. I had, the, um, I had the actual CD, so I was listening to it, listening to it. Like I was, I loved it. So on there. And I'm not gonna lie, the production was okay, but it, this album wasn't as lyrical. Like she had a lot of features on it. She had some poets on there, but I just felt like it was more electronical. You know, I felt like it was the throwaway tracks from "See It on the Table." <laughs> you, I, I agree with you, but it's, it felt like an interlude the whole time. It felt like an interlude album. Like I was like, I mean, it, it was some nice but, you grooves. Know, but there was some. She was in a in a in a in a in a. How can I say this? She was in a in a groove. And, you know, when you go in the studio, you 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 record all this music and you got a lot of stuff. But right. not everything you record gets on the final album. And I think that this was residuals. You know, OK, so America, I'm not going to lie. I couldn't get through the first song. <laughs> OK, <laughs> however, Damien Lamar has challenged me. As a musician. Off, off the mic. <laughs> to listen to it. So I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to. Why you got to wait till this because week? Because I got to go. You don't want to do it today? Go, I got to get on the road and drive. Listen uh, to it on the road. This weekend. So I'm going to do that this weekend on my way to my show. But what I want to say is that just, I did sit here and listen to two tracks, you know, um, and it's you know what what it reminded me of Bilal. So mm. Bilal has um, some non popular songs. Yes, that are very new age. It's very like, like one of Bilal songs that comes to mind off the off the rip is Levels. Yeah, with that off key piano. So yes, yeah, yeah. like it's like that psychedelic, like not even psychedelic, but it's just you know it's like one of those things. I'm in the fifth dimension. You know what I mean? She was in but it. But you want to be there. 
Right. You want to be there. Admit it. But, okay, but it's just like, okay, it's, I don't know if I want to be there. I got to find out first. Right. I mean, she gave I you directions listen. on the video. So if you watch the video, you keep, she gave you directions and she said that she was going to be there in the no, fall. No, no, no. But you know what? Listen, I'm going to tell y'all Still something. Lost. I'm going to tell y'all something. How my brain thinks, if your visual, if the visual does not match to me match what I'm interpreting the music to be I can't do I can't join it together I can't focus I can't focus so I have to do one or the other so um you know it just reminds me of that like I don't think these are throwaway tracks I really think that okay so for years Solange if you think about her history she's been her sister's uh background dancer she tried to come out at first with her own musical career early on and it wasn't successful and so now this last album that she she did you know it was very successful she was embraced so I think she got comfortable you know meaning oh they received that and I and 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 that was kind of weird to me you know because it was not the typical album Mm -hmm. but it was exquisite I think it was great so I think she's trying to show us the other that more okay let, let me take, let me them, take deep, them a little deeper let yeah. me take them into the black hole and not meaning in a bad way black hole but let me take them deeper into the sunken place the yeah who i am and this is the part of me that is the rebel that's not like my sister that's not the even kill but i am the role less taken and i think that this is an album where I mean, just me listening to it because I did not want it. I knew that when I heard that first track, I'm not I'm not with her. <laughs> You're not part of the tribe. I'm not. I'm not on the same level as her right now. <laughs> You're not in the fifth element. Right. Or fifth dimension. <laughs> right. Because I mean, and I think back to, you know, Lauren Hill when she did uh, the the live. Um, the miseducation. The, well, they, they, uh, yeah. The, the VH1 Unplugged. Yes. Yes. OK. So when she first did that, I thought. What is going? What is she going through? And <laughs> but I was with her. I was you, there. You were there. But yeah. what I'm saying is, and I had another girlfriend that was like, "Oh, you're just so immature." Oh, and I was like, "No." That was mean. I was like, "No." I'm just. I'm used, just not on that I'm level. Just not on this level, and it's, this is disappointing. But then four years later, I listened to the unplugged album, and maturity. I maturity. I bawled my eyes out. Mm-hmm. So experience. So, you had to experience some things in order to relate to what she was talking correct. about. Correct. So then you're going to have three type of people. You're going to have the people that love her so much they'll fake their way through it and say they love it. And then you'll have those people who are honest and say, you know what, I'm not. She's on fifth dimension and I'm on third, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have those people who are just going to absolutely hate it. So, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know anybody that vehemently or maybe I shouldn't even use that word, but anybody that hates it. Um, I know a lot of people have thrown shade at it and I know a lot of people have given it um, given it. A t- they've given it a try. And right. it's, it's like, you know, that's why I call the show taste test, because right. not everything that you taste. You know, I may think, ooh, strawberry rhubarb pie is really good, but right. I may give you a spoon. You'd be like, don't ever give this to me ever again. Right. This makes my tongue itch. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, so, and music's the same way. Like, um, I, tr- I listen to that, but that was a little sour to me, yeah. or it's just not my flavor. But here's what I'm saying, though. 
the people that contributed to her her project wasn't used in the best light. Is what I'm saying. Gucci Man is on there. You have she used samples from Deborah. Um, she she used uh, Sampha. I don't know if you know who yeah, Sampha. The Sampha was on her He's first a, project. Yep, Tyler the Creator was on there. The mm-hmm. Dream written a song on there. Um, you know, like so, and then she has a couple poets, and she also used some. Uh, she used a Debbie Allen and a Felicia Rashad, um, from the from a movie called Neighborhood on Third War and like to use like like so it has like a real ambient dark you know little you know effects to it and uh, even uh, Rolling Stone had had said that she gave tribute to a Houston roots and I was just trying to feel the melancholy you have to be from Houston (laughs) and silence went over the crowd see at the table huh I get what you're saying you're saying the people the quality you know that she had on the album it's like you know she has vocals by Cassie yeah like she has well everybody wants to be a part of her journey and it it, just because they're featured on the song it doesn't necessarily mean that that's their I mean okay let me ask you a question were these features were they featured in her liner notes I mean or or was it like so and so song featuring blah 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 (laughs) Well, she co-produced some of the songs on there, and then she also had mega producers on there. And I don't hear mega. I don't hear <laughs> top tier producers on. I just I feel like I was listening to like a a forty minute interlude because it's a forty minute album. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want to. I have one but last. I, I, I got one I last like thing I'm going to say because I this I didn't find the text, but I I, I remember it enough to yes, have a conversation yes. about it. But when those directions were on the screen, <laughs> you back to the. I, I'm still on because because I think she's trying she to get, see the video. She, yeah, she's trying to she lead you somewhere. She's and there is a following. There's a, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Solange has a following, right? She does. She's got a following, and I'm. When I, when I saw those directions, I'm like, them fools right now. Somebody is on the road right now heading. They are. Somebody's there. And I hope, I damn sure hope they're fine. She said, you should be fine. I'm like, you know, but guess what? There is a little curiosity. Like, I kind of like want to, I kind of like really want to just Don't take do that ride. You. you know? Yeah, I believe you. Somebody is going to go there. Oh, yeah. no. Because Somebody. Gonna, bodies. They're going to say... <laughs> It's a map to somewhere. And then, you know what? And then somebody's going to get there. And it's in the middle of Texas. And, and you know, Texas is huge. Right. And somebody's going to get there and be mad. And then you're going to have, then you're going to have that next person that goes, it was an otherworldly experience. I found <laughs> so, myself out so, there. So I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. These, these this place people, is probably off the grid. These hotels. But if these people go there and they don't come back. Oh my goodness. That part. It's the Bermuda Bermuda Circle. Oh yeah. Of Texas. Of Texas. (laughs) Not the triangle, the circle. Solange. Let me tell you something. Solange knows I just want you to know I adore you. Yes, me too. I just I madly respect you and But give me a year. Why you need a whole year? Though, Come on now, really? No, just give me. I think I'm it'll joking. grow. I think I'm it joking. might grow. To take that ride and listen to it, I think it might. Grow. And yeah. we're going to talk about. We'll just have a follow up conversation <laughs> next Ray week. <laughs> we'll have a follow up conversation next week when okay. you say, "Okay, I did give it a shot. I, 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 you know, Damien gave me a challenge. I did it. I gave it a shot. And dot dot dot. Okay. To be continued. Right. Okay. So, I'm gonna give her album a seven minus because I like the least. <laughs> I like the least. Blue. I out of nineteen songs, I think I like the least. 
Oh, I'm sorry. A negative. A she got a negative six. No, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I give her six. Uh, a, six a six out, out of ten. ten. Yeah, I give her a six. That's generous. I, I liked at least. But here's the problem, though. <laughs> I liked at least six songs out of the nineteen. Is it nineteen songs? Yeah. No, they're not. They're not nineteen songs on the album. Really? That's what I'm trying to a tell 39, you. A thirty-nine minute project, but a, well, most, you know, a lot so, of them was interludes. Yeah, it's like two. Okay, it's like maybe two to three minute songs. It wasn't. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it was like a long interlude. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. It didn't feel like a seat at the table. I think you just needed some uh, liquid courage, <laughs> or some kind of libation or concoction. Hey, how about to, this? To... You sit down and listen to it. I did. I watched. <laughs> yeah, I watched. See, I watched the video uh, afterwards, and I heard the song. I heard half of it, and I was <laughs> on the way to work, and I was like, I was so excited because I knew when it dropped at midnight. Yeah, at midnight. I was like, you know, I'm not interested in going into the world of Solange at midnight. Right. That was my first thought. <laughs> and then I woke up right. and I said, I will give her, I have 15 minute drive into work, 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, I'm going to give her at least, I, I can listen half of it because if it's a 39 minute album, I'm going to listen to at least half, right? right? And I listened and when I got to work, I just went, <sighs> you know, and I didn't, and then I listened, I, I, at the, when I got home, before I mixed my show down or did whatever, I sat in my office, pulled the whole thing up on the big screen, and I followed along lyrically on Genius.com because I want to know what I'm listening to because it's that awkward. <laughs> and I'm not saying awkward is a bad thing. Right. Yeah, it's right. just right. different. It's different. You got to get and, used yeah. to it. I think I'll like it maybe after And you know, months. you know, Blue, because we've been talking about Solange for a few minutes now. Um, I feel like her first album had to grow on me, but when it did, I felt like, okay, I'm, it's like wearing that sweater, you know? <laughs> you put it on, if if it's a nice sweater, you go, ah, oh, this is cozy, yeah. yeah. But if it's not, you like, I bought this sweater. Maybe I'll like it. And then, I'll, you know, maybe two, three months later, you're like, this is my favorite sweater. You know, that's kind of how I felt about a seat at the table. Mm. Yeah. Maybe this album would be like that. But when I thought about that and I made that comparison, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It is a little bit. It's a lot different. Than, yeah, it's very. Yeah. So uh, maybe she thinks that we've all expanded in our minds to be able to accept what she's offering. I don't think she cares. <laughs> I agree. No, and I literally, because her, okay, because she is literally the opposite of her sister. Yeah. And Well, my sister's the opposite of me. Right. We're completely different individuals. Whereas Beyonce does care and she, she does to me, you know, she crafts her own thing, but she also caters to her audience. Mm -hmm. I think Solange is like, no, this is how I feel. I feel like wearing bed slip, bedroom slippers. That's what I'm going to do. And whether or not you all receive the bedroom slippers, it is not my problem. Right. And I think that's how she feels about this album. Because she's got, you know, she 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 packs out stadiums. Yeah. And people come from miles and miles yeah, to see I mean, her. So she there is a demographic yeah. that that um that follow her and I like those bedroom slippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's talented. I I can't take that from her. Just a, it's just a project I have to go on. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, O2 to Solange, man, we talked about Solange for a long time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, next on, put this in your mouth. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard about that new TV show, The Mass Singer, where they have like oh, they have yeah. like accomplished vocalists who's make, like trying to come back out or work on new projects, and so they get to pick a costume and then they sing for a couple of weeks. It's similar to America Idol, but the judges have to guess 
who the singer is based off the clues. And I mean, it's an incredible show. I think um, uh, I think Nick Canning is the producer and host of the show. Okay. And so um, so anyway, um, and the reason um, the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off the judges to y'all. So you got <laughs> Ken Jong. The little Asian guy from uh, the movie Hangover. Oh, yes. Uh, you have uh, Jeannie McCarthy. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Nicole uh, Scherzinger. Right. Uh, and Robin Thicke. So Ooh, Robin. when I was... Hey, Robin. <laughs> so I was watching the show, and at the time, they didn't know who T-Pain was. Mm. And he's singing without the auto-tunes. And I, I actually had watched... Um, a couple of shows um, after the fact because I was very inc- I said you know if I'm going to talk about it on uh, taste test let me you know learn about it so I saw a couple of shows and T-Pain actually could really really sing like he did a lot of um, old renditions of songs that was out from pop from different genres and nailed them I mean wasn't pitchy mm-hmm. had his own little flavor to it you couldn't really tell but what was so funny about the show is that the people have to guess based off the mm. clues one person uh, <laughs> I'm ready I'm Jenny ready. McCarthy was like is it Michael Vick <laughs> <laughs> Michael Vick <laughs> Um, <laughs> that now, is uh, but you know, Jenny McCarthy tries to be funny <laughs> right. all the time well, I mean, Nicole she's funny. actually thought it was um um, Hootie and the Blow, the guy from Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, Darius Rucker. Yeah, mm. and then um, uh, Ken Jong had a good. Now he had a good guess. He said CeeLo. No, Robert Thicke said CeeLo. Uh, so, I'm, so it's funny because you're trying to figure out who it is, and they're giving you these clues, and and it's like, well, I mean, CeeLo was probably the closest, but nobody when he they when he took off the mask, nobody could even fathom that it was T-Pain because he he actually did better than the other because I don't I still don't know who the other contestants are because they haven't revealed them yet but he won like I mean whoever the other singers are very talented but he did he flawlessly mm. beat everybody you know what I'm saying and it was very good so I was very so now I'm I'm a now I'm a fan so like I'm, I've been watching a lot of the getting caught up watching a lot of the YouTube so if anybody out there y'all check it out um the mass singer, um, I think they um, they aired it in the UK, but now it's like it's shown everywhere now. Cause, yeah. Um, but but T Pain dropped the album right after it. Um, I only heard a few songs. I didn't listen to every one of them, but uh, he had some nice bangers on there. Now I do want to say that we um, the one of the producers on T Pain's album, um, Brian Bishop Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that- the bass player for my band? He yeah. produced nine. Yeah, nine of songs. The Eleven tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now is on now, that album. Okay, now now. I was waiting for the opportunity to talk about Brian Bishop Jones. Yes. First of all, your bass player is the. Yeah, he is. Okay. And I didn't bleep it. I just put <laughs> yeah, right. you read my mind. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. Bleep. Okay. So now we're going to talk about it. Right. A couple weeks ago, this right. happened. Yeah. Almost two weeks. By the time the show comes out, it'll almost be two weeks. Right. One of my best friends, mm-hmm. Mr. Tommy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. Right. He went into cardiac arrest. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Bent over, came up, and was out. Mm. Right. Was taken away in a stretcher in an ambulance, mm. and they were trying to resuscitate him up until they got to the hospital. Mm. Okay. He was intubated for several days. Mm. He then has a defibrillator put in, and he's alive, y'all. He got Amen. discharged from the Yay. hospital yesterday. Okay. Amen. Mm. Now let's backtrack. The day 
before the event, he was supposed to play at a right. festival in Jacksonville, Florida called Get Downtown. It's mm-hmm. the second annual of which you, MJ, performed. Right. Your, your set was exquisite. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah. Loved it. Tommy was supposed to play bass for, I mean, I think it was six, six like heavy hitting female vocalists. It's all female lineup. Right. He's going to backline the whole thing. He was so excited about it. This happened the day before the event. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm building up here. I'm freaking out because my friend I'm mm. thinking is like, it's going to go and we're going to have to plan a funeral. And I'm like, I have this event to run. We got to manage this event. We got to put this event on. We got to do it. Right. Right. One monkey don't stop the show. Oh my God. Right. I was tasked with finding a bass player to sub for Tommy. Mm. In 24 hours. Mm. Not having to go on any. No. Bishop Jones was the recommendation by several right. people. Right. He came in, was given music and learned music in less than 24 hours. Oh, he's a monster. No doubt. Like for real. Yeah, he's a monster. I have so much respect for him. Yeah. He's a, um, he's a and guy. I did not get a chance to shake his hand, to introduce myself to him. So please make sure he hears this. Yeah. yeah I definitely. just want to know, Brian Bishop Jones, we must work together and I must thank you in some type of public forum <laughs> I re- because. Um, I reached out to him of MJ. Yeah, well, please. Because, you want to bring yeah. him on? How about we bring him on? You should. I, I should. I yeah. should. Because we can talk more about your project and you working with him. But now I see why y'all are joined together like that. Yeah, definitely. That dude is a rare breed. He is. He's rare. And I just have so much respect for him. I have just goosebumps just thinking about how well he performed. Yeah. Not knowing any of this music. Yeah. Like you didn't even, he didn't miss a beat, like for real. Yeah. So, mad props to him. Yeah. Shouts out to Bishop Jones. And and thank God Tommy's alive. Yes. So we have some real amazing musicians right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not, it's more than a handful. Yeah. It's more than a handful. Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, wow. Wow. What's up? What's next? Um, You know, they did. They did something called the BET Social Awards. Hmm. And it's based off of social media, like BET off, Social Media yeah, Awards. Okay. I'm going to get to it. It was <laughs> it was produced and hosted by Mike Epps. <laughs> and it was done at the Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. Now, the basis of the show is to highlight the titans and most popular people on Instagram, on social media, who has the, the so some of the categories are best celeb to follow, LMAO, um, like most funniest yeah. person on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a wave. Whoever had like, and this is on, but you said this is the social award. So is it only Instagram the, or is it no social media? Social all, media. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and these are some of the the awards that these are the the categories. It's a wave. Social hustle. Um, social movement. Social verified. Uh, LMAO, uh, which were like the people, the funniest people who had the funniest videos, and they actually gave awards to people who had like who made careers out of off of Instagram or Facebook and who yeah. had a lot of followers. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, it's a thing now. That's a great idea though. And these people yeah. are like being compensated and putting on a platform for just doing the silliest stuff. 
they put yeah. together a whole show. I bet that was fun. Is it has it aired already? It aired, and it. I'm gonna see it. It's on demand. I'm so, sure. I'm gonna watch it. You know, I, I'm someone who who I appreciates and enjoy um, the culture of ghetto, <laughs> and it will it will it will quench your thirst. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got the guy blue face uh, who got the song Tatiana and so they ended the show with the guy uh blue face um I can't forget his name but blue face BDM anyway he he um he got a song called Tatiana and he got this little dance it was his first time performing right yeah. Nobody else. So there were live performances. It was uh, live perform. Yeah, I don't know if it aired live, but they let him perform for the first time. He got a song called Tatiana. Yes. Um, where it's a dance talking about thoughts, and so he has this little dance, you know, uh, bust down. You wanna, can you give us a visual real quick? Uh, no, Adam, you can you to. do it? No. <laughs> anyway, well, you 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 stand up, you stand up, and you hold your pants out, and you kind of do like a jerking sexual move, and so when traditionally he was, what thoughts do? Yeah. So when he was performing, I think he forgot that he's supposed to perform the song, so he started dancing and stopped rapping in front of all these people. So they started dimming the lights, and so he didn't get to do the whole song. <laughs> but but the crowd was singing the song because it's a hit song. He's just not a, he's not like a veteran, you know. Well, like he's a, not a performer. Yeah, he's, he's probably not a just oh, cutting yeah. up and just. Uh, and also, they let Soldier Boy perform a lot of his hits, and I think they did that to remind people who yeah, Soldier Boy is because he did start that whole. Yeah. yeah so so Soldier Boy was highlighted, so that he got an award for being like a like a the tycoon of social media. I was just like, wow, I need to see this. Yeah. So yeah, they got clips on BT and um and. Um, yeah, so I was uh, very, very entertained. Like some of the video clips, you know, people was making fun of it, and people was just like, "I can't believe now they're giving awards for mm. being stupid on social media." Those were the exact words. <laughs> but it makes complete sense, and Mike Epps is going to make a lot of money off. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, because nobody's doing. Nobody's it. doing. It. I mean, it's centered around social media, and yeah. you, yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, and by the way, it's this is their second year of doing this, so it was, so it's like it's going to be an annual thing. <laughs> well, okay, so we talk about put this in your mouth. I think that's it, right? That's we, it. We, we spent a lot of time yeah, on Solange. We, we talked about the Mask Singer and the BET Social Awards, right? And I have to say that this week, mm-hmm. I, I missed out last week because we didn't talk about it. But this week, and I'll be playing it on the show uh-huh. on Tuesday night show, and I'm gonna play it again. I have to say this. Okay, let me let me let me the the taste of the week. When I say taste of the week, I'm referring to the artists who I have like so much respect for that week. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, me and this this guy, I, the relationship that I've known that I have with his music, um, I, I have I have mad mad respect for his art artistry. I have mad respect for his growth and how he has evolved as a human being, and he's still becoming he's still relevant and still badass right tone the, the original the gospel oh yeah yeah beast yeah. that is now known as beast laid mm-hmm. okay he drops he drops records like back to back yeah. back to back like it, you know his most most recent album is called blue it's spelled b-l-e-u mm-hmm. you can find it on apple music spotify it's out there uh, I reached out to him because we follow each other on Twitter. So I slid in his DMs. Okay, okay. And and I was like, look, congratulations on this album. I would love some of your music. And, you know, I'm like, and he's like, bet. 
Bet. Didn't hear from him for a couple days. And I'm like, just just letting you know, I want to get your song in rotation this weekend. Get at me, yo. <laughs> get at me, yo. Okay. Get at me, you know, I was like, I like this I like is that ghetto I'm so flag. no, it's just like I'm what, <laughs> I like it, what do you call that? Like uh green or something. Like what's the what do the kids call it these days? Oh man, I'm like, so many words. I feel like green, they still say green. Yeah, they still, they yeah. Say I'm green. I'm green. You didn't okay. want to be green, is what you're saying? I didn't want to be green, but I I'm Oh, I you guess, want to sound cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I got what I, I got what I I got what I asked Bet. for, right? <laughs> so I get the song and the song is called Losing Interest. Mm. So it's I'm losing interest and it's not and it's all your fault. Wow. So now you got to listen to the song. Okay. All right, that's all. Um it's going to be on it's going to be on Saturday night. For those of you who are hearing this, it'll be on the radio. We'll be tuned but in. But listen, that the, the and one of my favorite songs he re re put out or uh made part of this is called Blue French Kiss. It's mm. like sex in your ears. Um fantastic album and a, and while I'm talking just three days ago he just drops another song called Girl I Just Want You Around <laughs> I mean oh he's singing to a girl yeah oh cause absolutely. you know I, he was he's, at one point you know there was some speculation nobody knows what he does yeah you, I mean know, I don't care about it yeah. right but there, there may be some speculation but yeah listen to Blue you'll, you'll find it it's, it's named after you yeah. it's oh, just spelled wow. differently yeah <laughs> Bet. I'm gonna listen to it. Bet. Trying to be funny. <laughs> so taste of the week goes out taste to my man B Slade. Mad props to you. Thank you so much for sending me your song uh on my to the play on the radio. Um yeah. it's hot. Like listen to the album. As a matter of fact, um he put out my, one of my favorite, let's going going back a little bit, he put out uh, a couple a couple back to back albums and he was doing a Sort of like a, a nod to the DeLorean, you know, the fast car and uh, and Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. That DeLorean, I mean, it's like the the car, right? So several albums, um, he put that stuff out a couple, like maybe about two years ago, back to back. And winter, summer, spring. I mean, it's, it's you know, these were albums that were themed. Um, absolutely great. You know what I like about um, B. Slate? He was revered um, to have one of the best falsetto voices in gospel like he had like yes. a unique range of voice and because of his speculated lifestyle he wasn't able to rise in the because I, I mean he's a like to me like as a uh, a male tenor like he has like one of the best ranges i've heard yeah like i've listened to lots of music lots of musicians lots of singers and i've i see him up there like with some of the best you know but um this just that changing of no no music genres it's kind of hard to keep that you know that you know what i'm saying that reputation when people like judging your personal life so you kind of mm-hmm. have to step back and just do your own thing but he has an amazing you go voice. back and listen to some of his because he addresses a lot of what the the church thought of him yeah mm-hmm. what was going on with him personally i think one song he mentioned that he was like literally in front of six caskets in one year Oh wow! Lost a lot of loss and family and grief, and he's working his way through this, and that the church wasn't really there for him. Yeah, they wasn't. They were tearing him up. So, I remember that. You know, and and when you think about it, and I'm, this is a, a you know another show for taste test, but what is the church really meant to to do? What? Wow! Yeah, you're right. So are, is the, are we the church of rejection now, people? Yeah. Wow. But anyway, we'll talk That's about deep. that another time. <laughs> That's deep. Um, you know, I just thought I thought God was love. So anyway, um, yeah, that will do it for us on Taste Test. Uh, put this in your mouth and uh, have, you know, Taste of the Week. Blue, I think we've reached the end of our show. 
Yes, we did. Yeah, it was a fantastic show. I'm excited to have uh, Mr. Philip Pan join us um, this week. That was a great interview. And um, if you like what you heard, Blue, tell us. What do, they, what do people need to do? Well, they need to follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Taste Test Radio. And then head over to www.tastetest.live where you can find all of our old episodes and hear past guest interviews. And Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on every podcast service. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. Yeah, that's that's it. That's pretty much it. Um, so, um I have to say, guys, um, one last thing. I'm I I'm excited and nervous, and and I can't be anxious because I'm not I'm not anxious, but I'm excited and a little bit nervous about returning to the stage. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm gonna yeah. come. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, it's my first solo performance in six years. Wow. Many of you know, for the last four years, I've been performing with the Groove Coalition, mm-hmm. and um, I'm really excited because this gig what came to me um i didn't well i maybe manifested it in a weird kind of way and it just sort of lined up and it coincides with tommy bridgewater who i was talking about it coincides with his birthday Mm. so i'll be performing in his honor yeah um whether whether or not he's ready to play bass or not i'm going to play a bunch of songs that we worked on and we collaborated on over the last you know 20 years and i'm also um you'll get a chance to hear some brand new music that is coming this year i don't know when i'm gonna drop it because it's gotta be right but the music and the 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 individuals that i'm now making music with makes me appreciate what i've worked on all these 20 years i feel like finally you know, you, you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. ever, you know, I'm sure you know this, MJ, yeah. when you have a song and you're like, it's just not right. It's just not right. It's just not right. It's right. like, finally, my song grew up mm-hmm. and it's got, it's got the right outfit on. Good. So that's how I feel. And um, you guys, you'll get a chance to experience some of that. Mm. Awesome. So I'll be performing at Bistro X on March 9th Saturday. in Jacksonville in the San Marco area, the Yay. historic San Marco area. And, um with a band so Andre Martins will be playing piano mm. um, on percussion Ryan Sinclair oh yeah I saw that yeah and and, and a long time um, this guy was signed to Sony he was in a group called Pity Singh mm-hmm. um, he's a guitarist his name is Paul Holmes so mm. yeah, Paul, Paul I'm not sure if Paul performs out but Paul is a force to be reckoned with and he's oh, quiet man. he's yeah. a quiet force um, I've played music by Paul Holmes on my radio show and he performs under a different name so that's all I'll say. About that. <laughs> um, but I'm very, very excited about what this weekend has to offer. And um, yeah, if you're in the Jacksonville, Florida area and you want to see me live, this is your chance. Yeah, yeah, I'll be on the ground with the people. So I hope to hear some new music from MJ Baker soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's hey. writing right now. She's touring. Are you, you, got, are you writing? Got a, yeah, you okay. got a little hibernation. I'm on the road. Now, I want to say little because that's so demeaning to me these oh. days. When people say little. You write you're, your little songs. You're, you're, she's on the road. No, no. She's right having a little tour. No, oh. I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I, I have to apologize. Shame. I'm so sorry. Shame. Exactly. She no. does that, yeah. <laughs> so, so she's got several dates and you're performing. So you're coming up. You got a what, what date? So um, this weekend, I'll be in Delray Beach, Florida. Hey, hey. South Florida. Yeah. I'll be there um, to doing a festival and then I'll be back in Jacksonville and then I'll be off again. So, you know, uh, the Lord is really opening a lot of doors for me. 
Mm-hmm. And I'll be making a few announcements Walk through coming them soon. With your head held high. Yes, yes, and, yes. And yes. strumming that guitar. I'm excited. And making them feel something. I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. The world has not heard feel something. So uh not everybody knows about that album. So it's kinda like I mean, I am anxious to start on some new stuff and I'm writing right now. But like you just said, it's like it's not still incubating. Yeah. It's not already. So it's you know I describe it as the term. There's a, a a term in the industry. People say, "Oh, that's a slow burn." Slow burn. I like slow that. Slow burn. Yeah. 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 You, you want it to burn slow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good. So uh, congratulations to you, and I hope you have a to fantastic you. gig this weekend. Yes. Thank you. We'll be, we'll be both doing what we love. Yes. How about that? How, yeah. Knock them dead. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Knock them alive. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have considered yourself to be uh, knocked alive. So. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, guys. Thanks Bet. for tuning in. Bet. <laughs>